got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Welcome back to Six Pack, a podcast in which a couple of old drinking buddies share some favourite tunes and a six pack of beer. We'll randomly choose a year, spin six tunes and down six beers. I'm Gareth and I'm joined again this week by the purple people eater, Ryan. (laughs) This week we'll be playing music from the year 1960. Now, that's another tough year in terms of music. Mm, yeah, Don't, it is Wouldn't you great. agree? Because obviously the Beatles hadn't happened. Elvis had gone into the army. Little Richard had become a preacher. Buddy Holly had died. It kind of went a little bit, it went a bit yeah. tame, a bit lame. And it's trying to find some of that good stuff in that what essentially became kind of, I don't know, pretty boys singing pretty songs yeah, about that, girls. That, 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 that's, I'm super interested what you're going to play for, mm. for 60 because it really is a, um, a strange year for music. Mm, we'll see. So we also need to drink some beers this week. So we've chosen Mountain Goat Steam Ale, which uh, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into this one. So we'll report back on that in a bit. Yep. Let's crack on with some tunes anyway. So I think this yep. week it's your turn I'm to kick first. off. All right. So it's 1960. I guess this is a hangover from the 50s. The person I'm about to play that actually died in 1960. Mm, okay. um, should we listen to it? Mm. And then we'll come back and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, number one. Song one. Steps to heaven Just listen And you will plainly see And as life travels on And things do go wrong Just follow Steps one, two and three Step one You find a girlhood She falls in love with you Step three You kiss and hold her tightly Yeah, that sure seems like heaven to me The formula for heaven is very simple Eddie Cochran 
so he died in a car crash. In, he was American. Mm. He died in a car crash in England in 1960. I think Gene Vincent was also in the car accident, but he survived. I think he was he was 21 or 22 or something, and he oh, people might know him. Summertime Blues was yeah, yeah, the yeah. big one, and mm. Come On Everybody. Yeah. Yep. Do, you, do you know that song? I Bruce? totally do, yeah. It's yeah. a big favourite of my parents. Oh, really? My mother, yeah. Okay. Love, she loves that stuff. They're yeah. into the 50s stuff? Sounds pretty 50s. It's but. very 50s, isn't it? It's even got, you know how Elvis had that sort of doo-wop uh, singers the backup singers. Yeah, yeah, the backup singers. Yeah. It's got that mm. kind of thing. Suits it, yeah. I dig it. It's cool. Yeah. Do we have any facts about 60? Well, the obvious one is JFK became president of the USA. Yeah. Beginning of the space race and brave people being shot off into space. Oh yeah, around yeah, about then. Yeah. So that was um, yeah, big thing of 1960. Also, Lucille Ball divorced Desi Arnaz. <laughs> it's another that was very important. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comedic actress and producer Lucille Ball filed for divorce from her husband Desi Arnaz after 19 years of marriage. And JFK was elected president <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> Which one was most important? Yeah, so you, you can decide on that one. Uh, classic film came out in 1960. Oh, Psycho. Psycho, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, you're a big Hitchcock fan, like mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've kicked us off with Eddie Cochran. Crack open another beer. Yeah. Another tune. I'm going to go with something a bit different to that. Beer number two. Song two. Do you know that one? I don't know that one. I know when you typed it up, John Barry. So he associated with James Bond. Yeah, so that's John Barry. John Barry and his orchestra. And, yeah, he did that kind of 
Did he do all the theme music to, to the James Bond film? He wrote the main theme tune, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so okay. John Barry did yep. the... Uh, yeah. And a lot of soundtrack stuff, so... It strikes me as, like, the BBC best musicians of the time. It's sort of picking up on the fact that there was a real sort of jazz scene in London at the time as well. So all these kind of okay. cool coffee yeah. bars were popping up and people yeah. would be smoking their cigarettes and... Smoking their doobie and listening to jazz with a roll. The, the jazz cigarette. <laughs> the jazz in, in London in the, in nineteen sixty. Yeah, underground in, so, in Soho. Yeah, for in sure. Soho. In Soho, okay. there'd be these jazz clubs. Yeah, these beatniks were hanging out, listening to jazz stuff, uh, yep. smoking their jazz cigarettes and roll neck jumpers and all that stuff. So that's kind yeah, of right. picking up on that scene, the beatnik stuff. So, hmm, John Barry, there bit different. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's this beer going down, dude? I love the steam ale. Hmm. Uh, I remember drinking it in the 90s in Richmond when it just came out. Well, it would have been one of the first boutique beers. For Melbourne in the 90s, you could only drink uh, Victoria Bitter and um, Melbourne Bitter and then Mountain Goat came out. It was a breath of fresh air. Well, when I lived here in early 2000s, I drank Carlton Draft all the time. Mm. And I wouldn't go near that shit these days. <laughs> no. It's good that there's uh, other other things yeah. to drink. So, yeah, I don't mind a, a spot of this uh, Mountain Goat. It's, it's a good drop. Mm. All right, so... My second song, second mm. song, second beer. This was a backing band for, let's say, England had their own version of Elvis in the 50s, or so they thought. <laughs> <laughs> he was wired for sound. Let's put it that it way. A, okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing who you're going with. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. Um, this was the backing band. Mm. And they had a hit with this instrumental song. A famous guitarist yeah, playing, yeah. playing the Fender Strat. Lives in Australia now, doesn't he? Does he? I think so. He's still alive, is he? I don't know. Let's Google that. We'll, we'll have, have a look. We'll let, let, let the listeners know. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And if he's gone, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll uh, how about we listen to him? Sounds good. Be number three. three. Song three.
So that was, of course, The Shadows mm. and Apache. A classic. A classic. Yeah. So Hank Marvin. Hank Marvin. Well, so, is, so I'm, you, know that, you know that's Cockney rhyming slang, do you? No. For what? Oh, a little bit of Hank Marvin. Star- oh, starving. Starving. Okay. Hank Marvin. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin. Um, and he lives in Perth now. Yeah, you were just telling me yeah, that. Yeah, so he lives in Perth and uh, he's he was probably trying to get as far away from Cliff Richard as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so the Shadows were Cliff Richard's backing yeah. band. And as, yeah. as we talked about before, Cliff Richard was England's answer to Elvis in the 50s. Mm. And well, I was going to play another instrumental, but I don't okay. think I should now. I was going to play The Ventures. Another guitar y, okay. twangy, surfy, instrumental band. Um, American this time, though, not from the UK. And they went on to do the Hawaii 5 theme tune. If you oh, yeah. did they really? Yeah, okay. So that, that's yeah. the ventures, but obviously I can't play that now. You've taken my twangy instrumental slot. I, I, I tell you one that I also thought about, uh, but you know, and maybe we'll have play a little bit of it. Now, Buddy Holly had died, mm. but did you know the crickets kept oh, going? No, I didn't know that. They had a minor hit. And we'll play a bit of it now. Okay. You'll know it because it's covered by The Clash. Oh, Well, breaking rocks in the hot sun, I fought the law and the law won. I fought the law and the law won. I miss my baby Anna, a good that blew my mind when I found out that that was a cover version because it's so associated with The Clash. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you know it was a, a cricket song? Only recently that I find that out. It yeah. Blew, blew my mind. It was written by Sonny Curtis, who was a member of the band, mm. and his vocal delivery there actually sounds a lot like Buddy Holly. Hey. <laughs> yeah. We would know it as The Clash. But mm. I was going to play that one, but um, I've got another one. No, it's my turn. It's your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with this one then. Yeah. Beer number four. Song four. Tonight you're mine completely. You give your love so sweetly.
2 minutes 40 of pure pleasure. I'm so glad you played that because I actually had that on my list as well. Yeah, right. That was a massive, massive hit yeah, in 1960. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a pure pop song written yeah. by Goffin and King. Carol King. Carol King, who later re-recorded it from the right. Tapestry record. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was part of the Brill Building stuff. She wrote huge hits, didn't mm. she? That was her mm. first one. And wasn't she, she, you know, she was like 20 when she wrote that or something. And it was kind of the birth of the of the kind of girl group stuff then. So from then you yeah, get the yeah, Shirelles. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, Shangri-Las. And then you get and the, the Ronettes and those sort of things yeah. coming after that. And so. and so this is like maybe three or four years before that, A right? couple of years, yeah. Couple so of years. the Spectre stuff starts coming in after this and that's it. Wonderful. So the Shirelles... Will you love me tomorrow? I've got one more. Okay. Um, hugely famous superstar, 60s, 70s, and 80s. I believe this might have been one of the early singles in a duo. Shall I play it to you and then we'll come mm, back? I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. It's not Hall and Oates. <laughs> it's not the Captain and Tennille. Be a number five. five. Song five. Something on my mind Won't somebody please Please tell me what's wrong You're just a fool You know you're in love What you say You got to face it To live in this world You take the good Anna Mae Bullock, you, you might know her better as... 
Simply the best. Simply, simply <laughs> the <laughs> best. Exactly. Tina, simply the best. Turner. Turner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. That, like. Is that not the most amazing wow. vocal delivery? I, I don't know if it's because I've just necked three beers. Yeah. In the last, God knows how many minutes, but yeah. it's uh, that was amazing. I don't know that song. You don't know that no. song. Yeah, right. So that's I can Tina Turner, amazing. 1960. I believe she was she was about 20 when she did that. Wow. When you know the backstory of how badly she was treated by yeah. that Ike, and she's singing about a fall in love and ripping like that. Oh man, it's it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Wow, that's a hard one to follow. So another tune I was going to play, yeah, was the first Motown release. Oh, okay, someone we know. Or Do you we- know it? It was covered by the Beatles. Money. Oh yeah, so money. Okay. I'll play a little bit of it now. Yeah. The best thing. Strong money. I knew the Beatles covered that. I didn't know it was a Motown song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about Roy Orbison, Only the Lonely? Uh, I thought you were going to choose that one, being such a <laughs> Only a the Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> being so lonely. No, yeah. being a, a fan of the the big. The big O. Big, big massive o. fan of the big O. Mm. But I thought I'd play something a little bit more wonky for my final choice. Beer number six. Song six. <laughs> Laura and Tommy were lovers He wanted to give her everything Flowers, presents And most of all, a wedding ring He saw a sign for a stock car race a thousand dollar prize it read He couldn't get Laura on the phone So to her mother Tommy said Tell Laura I love her Tell Laura I need her Tell Laura I may be late Have something to do that cannot wait He drove his car to the racing grounds He was the youngest driver there The crowd roared as they started the race Round the track they drove at a deadly pace No one knows what happened that day How his car overturned in flames But as they pulled him from the twisted wreck With his dying breath They heard him say Tell Laura I love her Tell Laura I need her Tell Laura not to cry My love for her Will never die Now in the chapel, Laura prays for her Tommy, who passed away. 
that daddy g that was john layton never heard of john layton have you not okay no. well uh, that was tell laura i love her yeah uh his biggest hit was johnny remember me do you know that one? Oh, maybe not give us a uh, little oh, here's a quick little burst that of that johnny, yes i'll Okay, These yeah. are perfect examples of Joe Meek productions. Okay. He was a British uh, music producer. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was it was one of those unique producers. He wasn't attached to a record label at the time. So most okay. producers back then, you know, your, um, your George Martins or something, would be working for Parlophone or EMI. Yeah. He was a, an example of an independent producer. Okay. And kind of, he was a maverick out there doing his own thing, creating his own sound, literally creating his own sound. So yeah. later on, things like Telstar came out that was him so yes yeah 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 yeah. so it's got that kind of weird spooky sound he liked to kind of get young blonde boys as his front right as his front singers he had a studio in the holloway road that's right yeah Yeah. so there's there's a film there's a dodgy film that was made about his life okay he ended up murdering his landlady and and, (laughs) as you do yeah and so and, and he was you know he was uh, he was gay in a time where it was illegal to be gay and all these yep. songs and kind of, he had these sort of blonde front men kind okay. of like young boys. And this is one of them? What's his yeah, name? John, John Layton. So his, right. his bigger hit was Johnny Remember Me. Yeah. And yeah, this is just an example of that stuff. It's kind of had a spooky kind of sound and it was, the lyrical content is this tragedy of, you know, okay. a boy dying in a car crash and, and telling his his, his landlady. His, <laughs> It's <laughs> Elliot's landlady. He loves her. So, yeah, that's and, what, and, that's, and, that's and what I, I guess you've got to put it in perspective of obviously there were no bands at this point. It's 1960. So it was yeah. it was about the, the star singer and all that sort exactly. of stuff. Exactly. So yeah. in the UK you had Adam Faith. And yeah, right. Yeah. And these yeah. boys that were kind of picked out of, they, yeah. a lot of them were actors and they kind of Yeah, took, right. I think so John they, Layton was an actor, actually. They just they, had cool hair. Yeah. And, so they were yeah. actors. They already had that sort of teenage fan base and yeah. they, and they um, sang these cheesy songs and with Joe Meek Productions, I think it's kind of yeah, spooky. There you go. Spooky. Well, that was 1960. Well, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I, th- I thought that would be um, a difficult one. but Yeah, um, it was tough. I, I, I think we did well there. My takeaway from that is that um, Tina Turner song, but that's uh, cool. And uh, the beer's gone down well. We've had a, a good, um, a good uh, six pack of Mountain Goat today. So, oh yeah! So we've done five episodes now, five out of the six of the six pack that we're going to do. So next week is our final one for this series. Anyway, I mean, I, maybe we'll come back for more if the fan base wants it. <laughs> <laughs> if, we've, if we have enough. MySpace. <laughs> if we have enough MySpace likes. If we have enough MySpace fans, then uh, we'll come back we'll come and do back. some more. But the, the we'll do next, another six. Next week's going to be the final one. So um, Let's go to the random year let's generator. Let's have a look at the random year generator. 1908. <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> 1992. 
1992. Were you really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was still in school. I've got lots of records on my shelf from 1992. Let's talk about it next week. All right. Okay. So we need to um, choose a beer for next week as well. We've chosen the year. Should we go overseas this time? We've done a few um, Aussie ones now. Why don't we go back overseas again? Why don't we go Asian? What about Japan? Japan's always a good option. Japan. Yeah. What would we drink from Japan? Well, we've been there. So Sapporo yeah. or Asahi, which one? Let's go Asahi, super dry. Asahi. All right. Okay. Next week we'll be drinking Asahi. If you want to get six pack of that, drink along with us. That's it for 1960. We'll see you in 1992. I've got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Six pack. One six pack to go.